We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, Sean, so this is one that I am really, really excited about. Because, one, we get to highlight some players that need more attention, right, from the Notre Dame perspective. They need it. And also, we get to pop up some film, man, and watch a little bit of film with some of these really underrated players. I also have a nice little interview for you guys coming up shortly here as well. So we have picked six players that are on Notre Dame's radar. I believe five of them already have an offer from the University of Notre Dame. One does not yet, but they are out visiting him today at his high school. So we're going to be taking a look at some of the underrated defensive recruits that Notre Dame has a close eye on. So, Sean, I want to start off with a young man. <laughs> Very interesting backstory. Very interesting. I've had several pieces on him already. And if you want to go to, to uh, irishbreakdown.com you'll, and search my name or search his name, You'll be able to find some information on DeMello Jones, Sean, who is a – I'm just going to call him an athlete for now, okay? He's an athlete out of Swainsboro High School in the state of Georgia. Currently rated, Sean. He finally got on 247's ranking system, man. Three-star recruit. No other service has him ranked yet, okay? Offer list, though. Alabama, Georgia. North Carolina, basically every team in the SEC. <laughs> he's, he's got a nice little list, man. Notre Dame offered him a few weeks ago. Also, the cousin, or sorry, the nephew of former Notre Dame safety, Deke Cooper, who mm-hmm. I know was a very good player for Notre Dame in the late 90s, heavy hitting safety and played in the NFL for a few years. So he is in – so Deke actually lives in Atlanta, Georgia now. So him and DeMello have a very good reputation. And I'll, we'll, we'll get into DeMello's background of his recruitment a little bit, Sean, but I just want to highlight this young man. And we're going to show a little bit of film on DeMello as well as we talk through him because he's a really interesting cat, Sean. So the film is going to be going as we're going to be kind of talking. We're not as much dissecting the film as we're going to kind of let the film roll. And if there's things that we see that we want to point out, we're going to do it throughout throughout this show. So this is the Mellow Jones, again, athletes out of the 
Greensboro High School. Sean, depending on what school he's he's being courted by, because again, he's got Alfreds from Alabama, Georgia's of the world, Ohio State just offered him recently. Some teams like him at safety, like Notre Dame does. Some like him at cornerback, apparently, which I was surprised, semi-surprised to hear. And then other schools are recruiting him as an athlete. He can play on the offensive or defensive side of the ball. And I think you see that, Sean, on film here, man. He's playing a lot of Wildcat quarterback, playing some running back. Look at this breakaway speed right here. Look at this acceleration, playing running back out of the backfield. Just Notre Dame needs this cat, man. Needs this type of player. Yeah, when I watched this film last night, one of the things that I wrote down, the first thing I wrote down was his range. And it's that athleticism. So we see that. I see why Notre Dame projects him, <clears throat> excuse me, to safety. As you look at his length and you project him getting bigger and growing and getting stronger, you look at his stride. His stride is a long strider. He might not be fast as far as 4-4, but his stride allows him to play faster than most people might think he yeah. is. And that's maybe why he starts out at a three-star. But I think as he moves up and you watch more of his film and you start to see how productive he is and how many big-time plays he makes, how explosive he is, especially offensively, you start to see it's not about the stopwatch. Like, this dude is rangy. Like, he yes. makes up a lot of ground really quickly, and that's because of his combination of athleticism along with his length and, and his size. So I think the projection of safety – it's really good. Now, schools that want him at a, as a cornerback, I'm with you on that. Like, uh, I don't know. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, I, just don't, I, I just don't know if he has – I don't know if I would say that he has, like, incredible short area change of change of direction, right? Like, I think it's okay. I think it's solid. Yeah. But as a safety, with the speed explosiveness he has and the length, combined with the fact that he does play 
some man-to-man at his school, obviously playing a little bit of corner. This kid, I think, is a scheme-diverse, mm-hmm. alignment-diverse safety, man. Like, he could be a true free, could be a true strong safety, which in Notre Dame system, field or boundary, right? This kid can do a lot of things. I mean, look at that break on the football right there. That's impressive stuff, man. And, Sean, like, it's so funny, man. When Notre Dame offered him, he already had offers from Alabama and Georgia. He literally wasn't ranked on any recruiting platform. He was a zero-star recruits. Zero stars. And here he is now with all the best of the SEC with Notre Dame. A lot of do a lot of players or a lot of people are coming after him. And Ohio State just offered him as well. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Ohio State likes him on the offensive side of the football because this kid, as a junior, ran for 1,200 yards as like this Wildcat quarterback on only 120 something carries. He averaged 10 and a half yards a carry this year as a junior, on top of averaging like 27 yards per reception as well out of the backfield. So this kid is an all-around dynamo. And and I love that Milfan just put this on here because he can. He, 6'1", 175 pounds, obviously still needs to fill out. But my dude can also hit, man. He comes up with violence. He comes up with balance. And DeMello Jones, for me, is a player where I don't care what his recruiting ranking is. Because right now the safety recruiting, a lot of great names on the board. Who are the real targets? I think that we can kind of, you know, we're going to deduce a little bit more as we look forward. But I've been told from sources that DeBello Jones is someone that Notre Dame is very high on. Okay, so throw the ranking out out of the building here for a second. I don't care about that stuff. If you watch that film and you come away not impressed in some area, I don't understand why 100%. Be very honest, right? So I, I think that there is... A lot to like here, and uh, yeah, I know people are asking all uh, already. So, Sean, let's do this because then we have a nice little surprise after this. But Charlie Weiss's last boat loop just said, "Ryan, do you see it being a, a long shot or too soon to tell?" Charlie, so he wants to make a decision at the right before senior year or maybe early portion of senior year. It's kind of up in the air a little bit. I think Notre Dame has an absolute shot with him. I think they do. Right? It's at the end of the day, SEC schools are. SEC schools are going to make a big run at him, right? They are. He's right in Georgia. But the relationship with his uncle is big. I'm just here to tell you. Again, his his uncle is Deke Cooper that played at Notre Dame. He is very aware of Notre Dame. One of the quotes that I had with him in an interview recently is he said almost word for word, if my uncle can make it there and make an impact, I know I can, right? And there's something to that. And he's planning on getting to Notre Dame very shortly, has never been on campus before. If they get him on campus, I think that that is a needle mover potentially for DeMello Jones. So really good kid, exciting football player, Sean. And we have a little bit of a surprise for everybody out there. But is there, is there any last thing you want to say about DeMello, Sean? I'm right there with you, Double R. Sorry about that, guys. I'm right there with you on this recruitment. I think Notre Dame is right in there for the long haul. And it's good to hear that he wants to make a decision before his senior year starts. You know, do you do diligence? Of course, it's SEC country, but Dee Cooper and the connection to Notre Dame, you know, I expect it to be pretty strong. I fully yes. expect it to be pretty strong. And, yo, that's – he reminds I'm, – I'm, I got excited because when you sent over his name, and I'm like, yo, I started thinking about Brandon Hillman and the upside I think Brandon Hillman has when I'm watching his film. And I'm like, okay, if these are the type of guys – that we're going after specifically in the safety on the back yep. end. I, I like the direction that Chris O'Leary is taking, if that indeed is the case. 
That's a good one, Sean. I'd say that there's a lot of similarities between him and Hillman, except I think that DeMello is even more athletic than Brandon Hillman. Like, Brandon Hillman's a good athlete, explosive, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But DeMello Jones is just a little faster, in my opinion. He's got a little more range. But it's a good comparison because they both play more wildcat quarterback – or quarterback, I should say yeah. – than anything else at their level. So a very exciting player, but I don't want to just give you guys my opinion on the recruitment, okay? I don't want to just do that because we here at Irish Breakdown, as you all know, I hope at this point, I hope we try to give you as much information as possible. I hope that you know that. So who better to hear about from about DeMello Jones recruitment, Sean, than DeMello Jones? So got to sit down with him recently in an interview. Here is DeMello Jones, athlete out of Swainboro High School, 2024 recruit top safety target for the Notre Dame fighting Irish in 2024. Mr. DeMello Jones who is a safety out of Swainsboro high school in Georgia. Really appreciate DeMello for copping on for me for with a few minutes here, because I know it's incredibly busy. It's the off season, but the coaches I know have been going through every single day. There's a lot of calls, a lot of texts right now. DeMello, I guess just, Enjoying the offseason a little bit, man. What have you been up to? And just how's the recruiting chaos been for you so far? Well, uh, now, man, uh, basketball season. Been hooping. Uh, keeping up with my football stuff, too. A bunch of coaches hitting me up, testing me, coming down and see me. So it's been, like, crazy. Awesome, man. Well, I, I've seen uh, – I think I saw a little bit of your highlights. But how uh, how's the basketball game, man? I know you got a lot of school skills on the football field. How's the basketball skills for you? Uh, so uh, last game, I uh, had 24 points, and I've been I averaged around like 15 a game. Nice, so, all right, awesome, man. So you're staying in shape. Do you, are you also outside of the the winter sport? Do you run track or anything in the spring? Like, what's kind of that situation? Yes, sir. I also run track. Nice, nice. So well rounded, man. They got you busy in every single season, right? There's no yeah. off time, which yeah, is awesome. Too. And I know there's no offseason right now from recruiting and everything to mellow, but I really wanted to kind of paint this as a backstory because you're one of the more fascinating players, I think, on the board for Notre Dame right now and for a lot of schools. I mean, if people haven't been keeping track, I mean, you have offers from Georgia, Alabama. I just saw you got an offer from Ohio State, and you are one of the more dynamic athletes. I mean, I think you ran for over 1,200 yards. I was like 10 yards of carry last year. You play safety. You can catch the football out of the backfield. You can do a little bit of everything, man. So I, I guess a good way to start here is with the recruiting side of things, you, your ability to play so many different positions, right? What is kind of the what has kind of been the message from some schools as far as what position they're potentially targeting you at? Because obviously Notre Dame, I know, is looking at you as a safety, but are some schools looking at you on offense, defense? What's that situation like? So uh I actually some schools are offering me for both sides. So they let they kind of like letting me have it. But uh, I say most of them could recruit me for defense and like Notre Dame or safety, a couple of them safety. But um, recently it's been uh, cornerbacks too. So oh nice, coach Dan, nice coaches like uh, like how I'm built for corner. So and they actually seen some tape of me playing corner. I'm a lot down. Yeah, no, I mean I, I saw it. I, one of the one of the first highlights. I think one of the first highlights is it's, it's you on the offensive side of the football, but then you're just kind of playing in some off coverage, playing cornerback and be able to break on the football. And you do a lot of things, obviously, on the field, Mel. Is there, I mean, I know you just said that you're locked down corner, but is there a one spot that in particular you like to play more than the other, or are you just kind of comfortable everywhere? I'm comfortable everywhere. Love it. Love it. So a lot of schools are kind of looking at you on both sides of the ball, like you say, is there a preference to maybe getting a shot on offense or is it just, again, wherever, wherever you play is where you play. 
Yeah, wherever I play is where I play. I mean, I like to do what I want to do, but I think I think I have like a better shot at the NFL on defensive side. Sure. And I know that it's been, again, I, it's so funny because we were just joking before we started and you finally got ranked by one of the services. But again, like yeah. when you got the offer from Notre Dame, I mean, I looked and you already had offers from Georgia, Alabama. So like you had some big names obviously on the offer list already, but you were not ranked on any recruiting platform. Can you take me through maybe just a little bit of why you think that is? I mean, I'm just honestly, I'm still trying to figure out why exactly the ranking doesn't match what the offer list is yet. So uh, actually, I I would say I blew up my 10th grade year. So my 10th grade year, I had a great, great year. A bunch of coaches was coming in in the spring seeing me. But I uh, actually blew up, blew up my 11th grade year. So I played like excellent. A lot of coaches were seeing me then. And I guess I was underrated, overlooked. Yeah. Well, what has kind of the last like couple weeks been for you, man? Because obviously you're pulling in a lot of offers. I think you were up to what number twenty, I think was the latest offer that you got, right? So really starting to fill up quickly. We already talked a little bit about you know coaches coming in to see you and everything, but maybe a couple of things, just some of the latest things that you've been up to from the recruiting side of things. Uh, it's been like a lot of schools trying to get me down to their campus. Uh, well, I and like they're trying to get me to come see the campus build relationships with all the coaches and uh, stuff like that. And are there any schools, and it doesn't have to be obviously pertinent to Notre Dame, but are there any schools that are sticking out to you early? Obviously, I know you're a Southeastern guy. I'm, I'm assuming some of the SEC schools are probably sticking out a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like it's a lot of them. It's like yeah. really all of them. Well, I know, again, you getting so many offers in such a short amount of time, man. It's like a crash course to keep getting and getting yeah, and getting, right? Crazy. Yeah, and I know that you'll be setting up obviously a bunch of visits here pretty soon. But Jamel, for people, for Notre Dame fans specifically out there, you actually have a pretty cool relationship to the school as far as you have a relative that played. So maybe if you want to just talk a little bit about the family ties that you have to Notre Dame. Well, so, so actually, my uh, uncle on my mother's side played at Notre Dame, and I don't know the exact years, but he played and graduated from there. I know it's a good school if he chose it. He went out to the NFL, and if he can coordinate with Notre Dame, I know I could too. Yeah, well, I know, and that's a D. Cooper, who was a really good safety in the late '90s for the for Notre Dame, then played in the NFL for a little bit of time. Uh, Lamel, I think I think that uh, Demel, I think that Deke still lives kind of close to you, right? Or how how is just the relationship that you guys have together? So we actually do have like a close relationship still. It's like like a close uncle, like. So I go up and visit a lot. He'll come down and visit. We talk football, basketball. So it's like a it's like a normal relationship. Yeah. And I guess kind of centering on like the Notre Dame side of things a little bit, just kind of when you got that offer, man, what was that like? Obviously, you know a little bit about the program from your uncle and everything. But when you were finally able to get that offer from Notre Dame, what were just kind of the initial emotions and, and just, I guess, thoughts when that offer came? Uh, it was really like crazy. He was surprised. I mean, I, I mean, like kind of surprised. Uh, it was like crazy to see that I had the same offer as him for the same position, for the same school, and I got it early. Yeah, and yeah. So it, it, it was really. I mean, it's crazy how quickly this stuff happens, too, man. Because I know people are probably hitting you up, like, "Hey, man, what's the decision date?" Right? You're just kind of like, yeah. "Hey, man, I'm just I'm pulling in the offers <laughs> right now," you know. <laughs> Well, yeah. Demel, let me ask you this because 
I know that this is obviously a big decision for you when ultimately you ever do, you know, when, when you do make that ultimate decision of what college you want, want to go to. I know when we talked the first time, I think you said like sometime during your senior year would be kind of when you wanted to make some sort of decision. Let me ask you, like when you're just picking a school, though, what are some things that are important to you? Like what is the main criteria that you need to look for in order to know that you're making a great decision on the school? Uh, first and foremost, uh, do I like the school? Do I fit best for the school? So it's like, can I see myself playing here? Can I see myself going here, connecting with the people? Like to connect with more than just the coaches, like the players, the people at the facility, like the people that just be around and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And obviously we have another football season left. It's got a lot of, a lot of visits going to be set up, I'm sure. Some OVs, all that great stuff, man. I, I know that this is an incredibly busy time for you. How are you just kind of handling everything, though, DeMello, as far as, you know, again, you're blowing up quick. There's a lot of offers coming in. Like support system around you. Like how are you kind of staying level-headed through so many coaches calling, being so busy constantly? Well, I'm just not stressing about it just so. I'm like keeping playing it cool. I know I can fit stuff into my schedule. So, yeah, yeah I'm just fitting into my schedule. Awesome, man. Well, again, joined here by DeMello Jones, star safety out of Swainsboro High School, also being recruited on offense a little bit on both sides of the football at cornerback. Do it all. If you haven't watched his huddle tape, please go take a look. He's a fantastic football player. DeMello, I really appreciate you again, man. I know it's busy times, but thank you so much again for joining the Irish Breakdown Podcast. Thank you for having me. All right, folks, so there is DeMello Jones. And, of course, I've already shown you the huddle highlight tape, so you know what he brings to the table as a football player. Very impressive athlete. There's no doubt about it. So hopefully he has a great process, whether he ends up at Notre Dame or not. Great young man. I enjoyed having a conversation with him. I've enjoyed just having multiple conversations with him at this point. So that is DeMello Jones, safety out of Swainsboro High School in the state of Georgia. And uh, that was just a little insight to him. And, and K-Mac, I appreciate that, man. We're trying to give you guys a little more insight. I have some more interviews that are going to be popping up here, populating the channel over the next few days. So that's the Mellow Jones, though. And I want to move on to the rest of the list. And that leads me to the next player who I think you all should keep a close eye on, especially this weekend. Because I put out something on the board this morning that Leonard Moore – who is a defensive back out of Round Rock High School in the state of Texas. And we know, as Notre Dame fans, how important it is for Notre Dame to continue to continue to really recruit high in the state of Texas. And Leonard Moore was a player that just got offered last week. I was told this morning, and I put it on the board already, uh, make sure to go to boards.irishbreakdown.com if you did not see that little bit of an intel, that he will be on campus this weekend on Sunday, the 29th, the same day that Justin Scott and some of the 2024 commits will be on campus. We expect more players to be on campus that day as well. It's not a junior day per se. It's just more some, you know, another opportunity to get on campus for some recruits. So going to highlight this young man. I want to show you all a little bit of his highlight tape this past week because he was really impressive football player for round rock high school. So if round rock doesn't, if round rock does sound familiar to you all and it might because there is a young man who comes from round rock in the 2023 class for Notre Dame. And that is Braylon James wide receiver did not go to round rock high school, but he is 
from from the same city. Went to a different school, obviously. They're out there, uh, Stony Point High School, not Round Rock, but they are from the same town. And I, I see someone Jay just put in the chat. He only lied three receptions. So crazy stat line for for a Leonard Moore. So Leonard, as a junior, only got targeted nine times. He had three interceptions, a bunch of pass breakups, and only allowed three receptions on the season in the entire season, which is pretty nutty. So I'm going to sh- share the screen here to get us to get some film on for Leonard Moore, who again is a very impressive athlete in the state uh, in the state of Texas in the 2024 class. A recent offer for Notre Dame. So a player you should keep an eye on. Obviously, he is the long, athletic corner at the bottom of the screen. And I think the thing that you immediately see with Leonard Moore is that he is incredibly long, folks. Like the first time I saw him, body type reminds me a little bit of Cam Hart. Like I mean, you see him in his stance right there. You just see his arms dangling by his side and just how lengthy he is. And But the thing that really surprised me is I expected this stuff, right? He has the incredible length. He's got good ball skills. But the thing that really pops off to me is he is a pretty, a pretty nice change of direction player, man. Like he's not just a long speed, you know, have to play press man, cover three heavy stuff. This kid can change direction a little bit, which is very interesting for his size profile. Listed between 6'1 and 6'2, 175 pounds. So obviously he's lean right now. He'll have to gain a lot of weight at the next level. But you see right now, like there's some pretty good quick twitch to him. Gets off of blocks well, but the length. I mean, I just, I, I, guys, honestly, I was watching the film. I'm just like, this kid might have like 33-inch arms. Like it's very possible because he is, I mean, you see it. And you see the willingness and the proactiveness to get in on the run. He has good eyes to be able to work again in run supports. A lot of good traits here with a guy like a Leonard Moore, who, again, is going to be visiting Notre Dame for the first time this Sunday after getting the offer last week. Same city as Braylon James, which is going to be interesting. And more importantly, he's from the state of Texas and a big-time athlete for the position. Another kid, though, that is only ranked as a three-star recruit right now. And, I, I'm again, I'm tr- having trouble understanding why exactly. I'm having trouble understanding why. Because for me, I see the length. I see this type of stuff. I mean, the kid can run a little bit, too. I wouldn't say the straight-line speed is elite or anything. I think it's pretty good straight-line speed, though. It's not bad. But the, quick, but the ability to change direction at his size is really eye-popping to me. I was expecting a long kid who has trouble kind of mirroring, matching, and man coverage, but I did not get that pulse. I did not. He's a kid that can really get in and out of his pedal. And then, I mean, you see him change direction, short tackler. As he gains more size to his frame as well, he's going to be even a better tackler down the road. So Leonard Moore, really talented football player out of the state of Texas. Again, you see the run support. You see the ability. They play him in a lot of zone, but I think that he has the tools to be a really nice man corner. You see him right here. It looks like it's cover three type, and he's able to just kind of stick. And that's a really nice play there too because a lot of cover three corners, they just think that they just have deep third, and and they kind of lose sight of the fact of like, hey, you still have to carry, right? You still have to carry. And he is a guy that has good instincts in zone, long as all heck. Really good ball skills. Really good ball skills. You see him up at the top of the screen and a little bit of press man, blitzing off the edge, able to make the, the tackle in the backfield as well. That's him at the bottom of the screen. Again, guys, he's an easy one to spot on tape because you see the length again. You see it. Blitzing off the edge, involved in run supports. Again, as he gets a little bit bigger, he's going to be an even a better run support player. Here he is at the top of the screen. 
playing zone coverage. You know that because his chest is to the middle of the field. Works the middle slant, able to get that long swipe away at the last second. Leonard Moore here. Here he is at the bottom of the screen, able to counteract physicality at the point of attack and able to stay in the wide receiver's hip pocket and have an opportunity to make another play on the football. I mean, again, that that type of change of direction, guys, I think it's just pretty rare. I do. I know I've talked about it like six times already, but this kid really, for a longer-legged, long athlete, he understands how to stay low in his back pedal, how to get in and out of his brakes. Like, there's a lot of really clean movement skills for a guy like Leonard Moore. Then there's the ball skills flashing again. Like, it only, I think he had like, I think they targeted him again. I think it was like 18 total times all year or some create or nine total times, excuse me. And he had three interceptions off of nine total targets. So he's a really active player. And you can see that they, bl- Brown Rock blitzes him off the edge a little bit already. Here he is at the bottom of the screen. You can tell he's they definitely do not play incredibly aggressive style coverage at his school. But there he is getting off the block, coming outside in, and wrapping up for an easy tackle. And the ability that he has as a punt returner as well, I think highlights a little bit of the athletic upside that he has. Because again, I don't think that he's necessarily crazy long speed player. Like I, I don't expect him to run like, you know, four, three, four, four. Like I think he's more more of a four, five something kid. But when you have that type of length, that's where the range comes from. There's different ways to skin a cat. There's different ways to have range on the back end of a defense. And there's a lot of traits I think to really work with with a guy like Moore. Here is press man up top on the screen. This is one of the small occasions where he's able to play some man coverage. And I think you see the mirror match, the ability to get in and out of his pedal and to really stay with different body types. He's a pure outside corner. There's no doubt about it. But I think that although he's going to be able to play, you know, a lot against some bigger wide receivers on the outside, I think he does have the mirror match ability to play against smaller receivers that are outside. So that is Leonard Moore, 2024 cornerback out of Brown Rock High School in the state of Texas, visiting Notre Dame this weekend. He's got a pretty impressive offer list. If you go and take a look at his 247 profile or on three, on three profile, Sean, really impressive football player who I think is going, as he continues to get bigger, get stronger, get more well-known, you're going to hear a lot more about Leonard Moore. And I think it says something to me that he was offered just this past week, this past week when they were on the trail, the coaches were out to see him. And within the week, he's going to be on campus on Sunday. So Set up that trip very quickly. Think there's a building of a relationship that's already happening, obviously, and he's never been on campus up until this point. So getting Leonard Moore on campus, Sean, for me, I think is a big step. Is a big step for this recruitment. And he's a kid that is going to be a lot better than a three-star when all is said and done, in my opinion. We trust Mike Mickens. So if he's coming to campus, he's priority. They want in on him. And he fits the bill of what they're trying to build and develop at Notre Dame in that room. If Mike Mickens asks him to come to Notre Dame and visit, he can play the position and play it confidently. That's one of the traits that sticks out. Mike Mickens likes confident players. Like the guys that he's going after in the 24 class. Because, you know, there are some kids that like just from a star standpoint, you recruit them. You offer them, you stay in contact. 
and then you start to dig deep or you get a, <clears throat> you get more of an opportunity as a coaching staff to dig deeper on film after the bowl game, which is what most of these coaches love to do, right? And then you're digging, you start to see guys that really are underrated like we're talking about, really haven't blown up, haven't been talked about a lot. Nobody's really on them from a publication standpoint or a ranking site. And this is when you prove your worth as a coach and talent evaluator. Like, let's be honest. Still, you do this. You, do you think Mike Mickens could go be in the front office for someone one day and evaluate talent? It's possible, man. He, you know? he, I mean, it, it extends past just the fact of, like, yeah, you find Benjamin Morrison, right, yeah. who was a little bit underrated on the recruiting trail from a rankings perspective. Yeah. But, I mean, Sean, he's, he's you know, he saw something in Cam Hart when he was playing wide receiver to be like, hey, Cam, mm-hmm. come play quarter, man, and you'd yeah. be a darn good one. Like, yeah. I, I do think that Mike Mickens has a very good eye for talent. And, I mean, I honestly could have included Carson Hobbs on this too, who's a commit for Notre Dame in 2024. But I wanted to keep this to uncommitted players, obviously targets for Notre Dame. Yeah. But Carson Hobbs is a three-star kid who 6'1", 185 pounds, press mm-hmm. man corner type. I mean, that's another kid that I think Mike Mickens is going to be very early on because he was committed to South Carolina. He's got a pretty good offer list, but it's a three-star recruit right now. You know, That confidence trait we're talking about. Yeah. At that position – you have to have it, man. You yes. have to have it. Like we were talking on Lucky Lefty earlier today about the Ohio State game, right? And Benjamin Morrison got beat early in the game. But then you looked up, every time he got beat, it was really zone. But when he was allowed to play his game, like, man, he was covering Mar- Marvin Harrison Jr. He was covering, covering that book on certain plays. And you start, saw flashes. And I think he's a very confident player. That I didn't know. Like, I thought he was a technician, really good player, until yeah. I went to camp and I saw his interaction with Logan Diggs. And then I saw that the defensive players had his back as a true freshman. And I said, oh, this kid, he, 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 he's ready for it. He wants to smoke. And I think when you see guys, <laughs> you see film like this, this kid wants to smoke. And yes. at that position, you have to be able to let things go. Like your confidence has to be such that he can't be broken. Yes. You All right, corner. Move on. Yeah, yeah, move on to the next play. That's cool. You got me. I'm coming back. And yep. it's not only skill and traits, but it seems like it's a certain mentality of young men at that position that Mike Mickens is going after, that this young man falls right in line. Agree, and especially the case for Benjamin Morrison too, Sean. He wasn't an early enrollee. He didn't show up till June, right? Like he had come in, and he had to know his worth from day one because it's harder for a guy to come in after spring practice and make an impact like that. And he was able to do that obviously as a freshman. So I do think, though, for me, you talk about body types and talents and athletic attributes, like all those types of things when you evaluate. But I really do think that coaches are drawn to personality a lot, right? The similar personalities, especially to your point, because cornerbacks are going to get beat, man. It's going to happen, right? They're going to give up touchdowns from time to time. They're going to give up catches. But who are the ones that when things are going wrong, that they can flip the switch and make the big play, get a big pass breakup, create an interception, you know, be that confident type of football player. 
I think that I think I mean I know that Benjamin Morrison looks like that guy already. I think that Christian Gray could be that guy. Leonard Moore, I think, could potentially be that guy. Maybe if and I don't know if he ends up with Notre Dame. Like it's very early, right? But he yeah. is already getting on campus, which is big for Notre Dame. And the cornerback room, you know, who's going to be the second? At least you know if you're going to carry two to three corners in the class, who are going to be those guys to pair with a Carson Hobbs? I, I think that there's a lot of questions right now. I mean, they're going to maintain conversations with guys like Caleb Beasley and the elite players on the board, but you're going to have to continue to build relationships with these types of kids because they may be very early on Leonard Moore to a degree, but he's going to keep blowing up. Just just yeah. trust me when I say that. He's going to be a four-star consensus kid before very before you blink an eye. Like I think he's that type of player. So that's the last defensive back we have, though, Sean. I want to move to the big boys, man. I left the linebackers off the list today because I didn't want my uh I didn't want my bias to come out during this show. <laughs> I didn't want my bias to come out. And honestly, most of the linebackers on Notre Dame's board are all very highly rated. So it's yeah. it's not – they're going after highly rated kids at linebacker. Like they're all, you know, four-star, top 250 type of players at least. Defensive linemen, though, there's been some interesting additions to the board over the last few weeks. I want to go to one kid that's been on the, week, the board now for a few weeks, a couple weeks, who at, when I first saw it, Sean, I, I had the same reaction that a lot of people I'm sure had. They're like, oh, a three-star? There's already fits alignment because at that point you were like not feeling quite as good about Justin Scott as you do now. And you're just kind of like, oh, defensive line recruiting. I don't know what's happening here. Let me introduce you all to Benedict Ume, who is a defensive lineman out of the state of Connecticut, out of Old Farms in Avon, Connecticut. Sean, my guy is listed at 6'6, 270 pounds, and he looks very skinny. So let's pop up some film here. Again, this is Benedict Ume, who is a star defensive lineman out of the state of, of um, state of Connecticut. Excuse me. Let's roll some of, through some of his film, Sean. Things that we see on film. I mean, first thing I popped off to me, man, is that length is stupid. <laughs> like that's the first thing is that he is a long kid, man. I wish you could see my notes. First thing, size and length. That was the first thing I wrote down. It's like, you're absolutely right. And this is something else. As you watch this film, I notice he's really good at hand placement already. Yeah. Like, and locking out and being able to disengage. He's, you know, for a sophomore, I mean, yeah, for a junior, yeah. he's pretty good at that. He is. And, and the thing I love too, Sean, is like, this body's obviously super projectable, right? I mean, He's going to be 6'6", whatever he is, height-wise, long arms. He's going to be 300-plus easy down the road, hey, man. That's, this what is, we need. that's what we and, need, baby. <laughs> but but the kid can move, too, Sean. Like This yeah. isn't just like a nose, man. Like This is a – and, I, you know, I'm not comparing him to Stephon Tuitt because, you know, Stephon Tuitt was one of the best we've seen at Notre Dame, right, and mm-hmm. turned into a very good player in, in Steelers before he, before he retired. But this is a Stephon Tuitt body type. Right. Mm-hmm. He is long as anything, but he still has the look that we're like, even when he's 300 pounds, he's still going to look like athletic. He's not just going to be fat, right? Like he's going to be a really athletic looking 300 pounder, but he's explosive, man. I think this kid could play some four, four eye, could play three tech, could play some, you know, could play some five at times. Like he's that type of explosive athlete. You know, he's not going to be an outside track pass rusher, but he's going to be able to align up at different areas. And for a team that we think, was going to want to play some three man and some four man potentially this this season and moving forward. 
Benedict Ume is the type of kid that would fit that perfectly. I mean, I think you see the explosiveness. He's not playing against the best competition in Connecticut, obviously. But when you look at the size, the length, the upside, the the explosiveness, I think everything's there for him, man. I really do. And I don't know if he's going to ultimately be in the Notre Dame class, Sean, because there's actually a lot of defensive linemen. For as much as we've talked about, you know, some of, and very fair, Al Washington's shortcomings this cycle so far, right? They are still in a really good spot with several really good players at yeah. on the defensive line, right? And good spot with several. We'll talk more about that in the mailbag. So there might not be a spot open for Benedict Dume. But if they can make it work, this is a kid that I would gamble on, man. Like, you know, this isn't like a – like let's say in a in a, a different world where if you didn't get a Justin Scott, you sell this guy as your replacement. Like, no, that's not the way we're doing this, right? But if you had Justin Scott in the class – that, no, I was then, just looking yeah. at that play. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. If you had Justin Scott in the class, though, and then you could take a gamble on a kid that might be a, a, a couple years down the road instead of an instant instant uh, producer, Benedict Dume is that guy, man. And he is – yeah, he's got a lot of background as far as he really likes Notre Dame already. They've been on him for a couple weeks, obviously. And I envision him. He's going to – visit sometime in the near future. He's already visited once, but I know that he already wants to go back. He's been courted by quite a few teams already because, again, 6'6", 270, going to be 300-plus easy. This kid is a scheme-diverse interior defensive lineman that has a lot of upside for me, just a lot of upside. You see him, he has two-gap ability. Even if he gets up to 300 pounds, double R, it seems like he's going to have two-gap ability, which is – which is I mean, really good. Because the extension, right? He's able to gain extension and play those two gaps to your point, right? But I also think he's explosive mm-hmm. where he could be a one-gap player too and he could do yeah. those types of things. Like, this is a diverse player. I would not be shocked, folks, because he's a three-star right now rated. I would not be shocked if this is a top 150 kid if he takes a jump as a, as a senior. Like I think he has that type of upside. He's a really, really talented interior defensive lineman, Benedict Dume. I think that if he puts it together, this could be one of the better defensive linemen in the 2024 class, at least from an upside perspective. Like I think he has that type. And he's a Canadian kid originally, moved to Connecticut, obviously, to pursue the football dreams and everything. So Notre Dame's had some success with Canadian born players. They may have, you know, and they just signed two kids in this past cycle in Armel Mookum and Devin Houston that have the Canadian ties from the defensive line. And honestly, like this kid has about as much upside as any player in 2023 at the defensive line position, in my opinion, right? Is he, is he ready to play? I wouldn't say that. I still think he's a little ways to go, Sean, but this is a kid. Again, if you're comfortable with the top of your defensive line class, right? If you're comfortable with that and you have the opportunity to take a guy like a Benedict Dume as maybe the fourth, fourth or fifth defensive lineman and let him develop, behind guys like Justin Scott, hopefully, and the rest of the defensive linemen on campus, like this kid could be a a really valuable player in a couple years, in my opinion. No, I absolutely agree. Like he's going to naturally get bigger. And if he gets up to, well, 295 north of 300 with that athleticism, Mm -hmm. now you're talking about what Marcus Freeman has been preaching all offseason, building the middle of your roster. It not only comes from getting big-time players like Justin Scott, but you still have to be a developmental program as well. And when you get guys like Armel Mookum, Bubakar Traore, and this young man, 
That's what you're talking about. We're putting guys that have the length and size that we can project to get here, and we know we can develop them because they still have the athleticism to make an impact. Give them a year or two, you know, get a good size on them, put some weight on them, some strength on them. He already yep. at 270, he already plays with his hands. Yes. I, I don't you can speak to this. I watch so many interior <laughs> defensive and offensive linemen that just flat out know they are bigger and stronger than kids. And they and don't just, know how to use their hands. Yeah. They have zero technique. Well, Sean, Sean, None. I mean, I which is a surprising one, but based on junior film at least. Bryce Young, who Notre Dame, Notre Dame fans obviously know, right? Bryant Young's young, young uh, son, who is in the state of North Carolina, who Notre Dame's high on. Mm-hmm. And I think he's, he is also reciprocates that interest in Notre Dame. And I think that he may end up in the class for Notre Dame when all is said and done. Like, I think it's a very high possibility. But Bryce Young doesn't know how to use his hands at all, right? Like, he doesn't. Ben yeah. Dumais knows how to use his hands a little bit, which is yeah. promising. He's just a kid that yeah. needs to develop, continue to develop. The finer nuances of playing the position and you don't understand like teenagers like i was talking to someone yesterday and i was just saying like you know this you have an infant right now Ryan. so i'm on the back end you don't understand how many times you have to say the same thing over and over again you were a teacher as well so dude you're used to having to say the same thing over and over again to kids until they get it. And it's the same thing when you're teaching yep. football Sean, when he's Sean, I, I, I'm, I'm a former teacher and a father. I, I get I get ignored very often, very often. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And at some point, for some reason, the things that you've said constantly, it clicks for them, mm-hmm. right? And it's the same thing when you're coaching. Like coaches teach technique and take them through drills over and over again. And it yep. doesn't click. For some guys, until they get up against equal talent, yep, and then they realize, okay, I have to do it. I don't have a choice now. And then the smarter kids say, okay, let me go ahead and figure out how to do it the right way now. So as I matriculate to the next level and then the next level, it helps me to be able to develop quicker and faster. And this is the type of kid he seems to be like that type of kid that is taken to his coaching and implemented. So that's yep. that's another good thing. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The one thing I've liked about a lot of the defensive line offers, Sean, because again, Notre Dame's in a good position with several very talented defensive linemen in 2024. Yeah. But I'll give Al Washington this credit and the rest of the staff from the defensive line perspective the last week or so. 
Yeah. They're adding a lot of length and uh, talent to the offer list for Notre Dame. They That's really good. are. That's yes. good to hear. That's absolutely amazing to hear because we have been critical. Yes, we have. Rightfully so yeah. of what needs to happen. And things are going to – it seems like things are trending that way. Yep. And the next two players are guys that bring a lot of length to the table, especially the next guy, Sean, because I want to introduce for you all a recent – a recent offer list last week, only good, only Maryland's good counsel defensive end, Darian Mayo. If good counsel sounds familiar, Kyle Altooner, who is in the 2024 class, who Notre Dame has, who has an offer from Notre Dame, the offensive guard, is also from good counsel. So Darian Mayo, Sean, as I bring up the film on him, is, again, the first thing that pops up when you talk about Darian Mayo, similar to Benedict Ume, although different because – Darian Mayo is a true edge while Ben Dumain, he's at the top of the screen here playing defensive end. He is long as all heck, man. And do you see that spin up top, Sean? Did you see that spin? Did you see it? Oh, man. Listed at 6'6 or 6'7, depending on what recruit platform you look at, 247 to 250 pounds, man. He is long. First guy that popped in my head when I saw this kid's film. Reminds me a lot of Gregory Russo, who played at Miami, plays with the Buffalo Bills. Mm -hmm. Just crazy length, man. Crazy, crazy length. You see the you see the long arms. You see him here rushing from a two-point stance. But the explosiveness he has, too, for a guy his size, I think is really interesting as well. And decent flexibility as well. He's a good dancer, Ryan. You know how I know how? Yeah. He has good feet. Like that first pass rush where he put on double moves and countered the tackle, he has good feet. You like to see that from a guy that's just not a one-trick pony when it comes to a pass rush. And I'm yes. not saying that he's going to he's going to continue to develop and add more to his repertoire. But at this age, when he re recognizes like, yo, I have to be able to do more than just come around the corner on guys or bull rush guys and seeing the feet that he has, I, I like it. I like it. The length just goes without saying, right? Yes. It goes without saying, but he has a little mean streak too. It seems bit. like, and, and as he as he adds a little more weight to his frame, Sean, because like I said, he's a skinny kid right now. But mm -hmm. as long as he learns how to use his hands more aggressively and with a little more violence, because I think you see that he has a little bit of that mean streak to him with how he plays. Like he plays pretty hard, but I mean, again, man, you can't teach length. You no. can't teach this type of athleticism. And he's pretty flexible for his size, which is surprising, right? Like you expect these types of long guys to just be straight line athletes. You don't expect them to be twitchy. But that first move he put on, hitting that spin move, man, like that's yeah. a pretty flexible move. And as he continues to develop and really sharpen the tools, man, I think this kid has a ton of upside. Again, Gregory Rousseau is a guy that pops in my head almost immediately because, again, Gregory Rousseau was – Six seven two forty five around his redshirt freshman year. Now he's playing for Buffalo at two hundred seventy pounds, and he still looks a little skinny, right? Because he just got that body to put on a lot of good weight. That's what I see with a guy like a Darian Mayo. I want to quickly, I want to put a fire out on a false report that was put out there. I don't know who put it out there, so I'm really not throwing shade. I promise here. There was a report, though, that Darian Mayo was visiting campus this weekend, the 29th. He is not visiting Notre Dame this weekend. The 28th, he will be in Clemson. He said that he wants to visit Notre Dame soon. 
but he does not have a set date for when he's visiting Notre Dame. So he will not be at Notre Dame this weekend. Like there was an original report by someone. I genuinely do not know who it was, but yeah, he's a, uh, He's a good player, though, man. He's a good player. And I think the best part of it, too, Sean, is that this is a kid that is nowhere near a ceiling. Nowhere no. near. No. And, and Sean, we've talked, I don't know if we've talked about it, but me and Brian have definitely talked about it. Getting these Catholic school kids from the DMV area, right? The, the Maryland's, the, the, um, the DC's, the Virginia's, getting those types of kids in that DMV area. Because, I mean, when's the last time Notre Dame got a kid from like the Matha Catholic, for instance, Look, right? Like no. they need to get those kids. Who was oh man, that was a big time recruit from Good Council, maybe 10, 10 years ago, linebacker. He was like one of the top 30 players in the nation. And Notre Dame was in their top three. I forget his name. Brian knows who he is because we were talk actually talking about him. When this young man got offered and I saw Good Council, I was like, remember that guy we we're in on? And he was like, Yeah. And we finally figured out the name, but it's, it escapes you right now. Gotcha. Yeah, I think he ended up going to Florida, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, um, oh, I know you're talking about. I know you're talking about. Was it um, uh, darn? I know who you're talking about, man. Yeah, it took me and Brian about an hour before finally come back. Man, oh, that, that's going to drive me crazy now, man, because I, I know exactly who you're talking about, and for some reason it won't pop in my head. I mean, he was like a – he played in the NFL, played in the NFL too, I think, right? Like I believe he? so. Uh, it'll it'll come. It'll come back. But that's Darian Mayo. Again, will not be visiting Notre Dame this weekend, but will be on campus soon. You know, he's, he's trying to set up a visit to Notre Dame here pretty soon, so – Another interesting player. Sean, I want to bring up a kid now that I don't think anyone is really aware of because, honestly, I just became aware of him a couple days ago when I found out. And we had a – again, on the on the message board, we put uh, – Brian has been putting out intel pieces every single day about where the staff is going to be in – where's where they're going to be on the day on the road. And today, coaches were out to see a young man named Deshaun Warner – who is a defensive end out of the state of Arizona. He goes to, I had it here. He is a desert edge kid out of Goodyear, Arizona. So the staff is out to see him today, Sean. Brian sent me his highlights without telling me that he was, he was doing this a couple days ago, that he was going to visit <laughs> him or that the, the staff was going to visit him. And I was, I, I popped it on and immediately I'm like, Oh, 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 like these are my legitimate reactions. I'm like, first play. Oh, second play. Oh, third play. Oh, like that's what the, that's my true emotions and reactions to that type of player. So let's pop up Deshaun Warner, who listed at six foot four, 215 pounds. He's more of a hybrid edge. Like he's going to kind of play in space a little bit. You'll see on his stats, I think he had like nine inter, uh, nine sacks, but like a couple interceptions as well. They ask him to do a little bit of everything out of his high school in Arizona. So Deshaun Warner. I mean, I think you see Sean immediately. I actually you tell me what the first word that pops in your head when you see this kid is. I want to hear, I want to hear your reaction, instant reaction here. Hey, I found him, by the way, because it was killing okay. me. Jelani, yes. J- Jelani Jenkins. Jelani Jenkins. Yes. 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 I almost said Janoris Jenkins. I'm like, nope, that is a corner. That is not yeah. a yeah, yeah. Jelani Jenkins. 
It was Notre Dame, Penn State, and Florida. Gotcha. Dude, I, I don't want to tell you to rewind because I didn't get a chance to see it, but oh, wow. Are you? Okay. No, I'll rewind. I'll rewind. Okay. We have, Sean, we have the technology. I don't think anybody's here is going to, I mean, yeah, they I can't say anything because it it's our show, man. It's our show. <laughs> we got this. That's it. But, Sean, I want you to tell me the first word that comes to mind when you see this kid. Because there is one word in particular I texted Brian back immediately after watching like three plays where I was like, yep, that's the word. Yo, this dude's first step is That's part of it. That's a part of it. Yeah. That's a part of it. My my word, Sean, my word was twitchy. Dude is twitchy, man. Oh, yeah, man. He looks like a basketball player playing defensive end, man. He's got that little Euro step inside, you know, like he's got that twitch. This is an outside track kid. This is him. This is a Viper. This is a kid that is super flexible very explosive, and he can finish in space. That's what this kid is. I mean, look at him right here working from depth, delivering a shot at the sideline, man. Kid's athletic, man. Very athletic. Oh, look. He's got, oh, he picked up the fumble. Look at him. He can run a little bit, Sean. He can run a little bit. He turns quarterbacks into <laughs> dancers. You know what I mean? The quarterback start getting a little hitch, choppy feet. Yep. Because they expect pressure. That's like one of the great that's the greatest thing about if you watch playoffs football, man. That's the greatest thing about the impact of guys like Bosa and Hassan Reddick. Yep. Like you you just feel it. Even when they don't get close, it's almost like you feel them breathing down your neck. Right? And it's just that extra second that could lead to like an incompletion, a bad decision. Because yep. you're just anticipatory of that consistent pressure that they bring. And he's that type of guy. Yes. Like a Micah Parsons, where he might not even be close to you, but you just anticipate, okay, he has to be coming. He has to be coming. And, and again, if you're if you're just joining us now, this is Deshaun Warner out of uh, Desert Edge High School in Arizona. Notre Dame is out to see him today. He does not currently hold an offer from Notre Dame, but we'll see if that changes sometime in the near future. I think it might, but you know, I don't have any direct, I don't have any direct intel on that. I just I popped on the film and I'm like, huh, if that kid academically is is a good fit and, and personally is a good fit, that's a very talented football player, man. He is twitchy as all heck. Plays well in space. I mean, this is a football player, man. This really is. This, Sean, this reminds me a little bit of you remember last cycle, Notre Dame got in a little bit on Blake Purchase, who ended up at Oregon. But this mm-hmm. kid's a little longer and a little twitchier than Blake Purchase, but they yeah. are similar in the sense that they can both do a little bit of everything. They can play yeah. in space, they can pass rush. It's, yeah, man, he's. Someone just put in the chat, and I think they're talking about Julian Aquara as kind of a little bit of a comp. And I could see that, man. I could see it. He's got a little bit of twitch and flexibility that Julian had. I would think right now he might – and I would be interested in seeing what you and Brian said. I I would say he's probably a little bit further along than Julian was as a a junior junior in high school. Well, you know, it's funny, Sean, and I know Julian, you know, Julian was obviously a very athletic kid, right? And mm-hmm. he he had a decent rating at this point. This kid, to people's questions, like this is in the underrated po- on the underrated section of the podcast because he is only a three-star ranked player right now. He's not ranked like very high at all by anyone. 
Why did Which, you do that to that tackle, man? I'm trying to wonder, man. I'm trying to wonder myself on some of these, man. Some of these are just silly, silly stuff. But, I mean, because I think he's pretty long as well. Like, I mean, he's not as long as a Darian Mayo, obviously, right? But, like, pretty good length. Explosiveness. I mean, yeah. he's an easy outside track winner. He's an easy winner around the edge. He's got – there he is getting his hands up in the passing game. I think this kid's going to be a big riser. Whether he gets an offer from Notre Dame, whether he ends up with Notre Dame or someone else, like it doesn't really matter to me. This kid, Deshaun Warner, out of Arizona, is a really talented football player. He is the prototype that you want in this day and age, right? Going against yes. spread offenses, going against RPOs, coming off the edge, having the athleticism to only rush the quarterback, chase from behind, and shut down their run, or play both. Yes. In a situation and slow play it until your linebackers can get in on a play. He's a prototype guy that you want to get coming off the edge and at that viper position. Yes, yes, he re- he really is, man. Like th- this is a player where if it makes sense and there's an offer given out, like again, maybe there isn't room for him when it all is said and done. But this is a kid that if you're Notre Dame, you do your homework on and you keep recruiting because you never know what happens in recruiting at this point. Like you never know. So keep recruiting this type of kid, keep recruiting the Darian Mayos, keep recruiting the Benedict Umes, keep recruiting those kids because you never know what happens from a, you never know what happens from just a recruiting perspective anymore. As far as kids staying in the class, kids committing, decommit, like you don't know any of that stuff. Right. So plan, I don't want to call them plan B's, but like Notre Dame needs to keep some kids on the board that are very talented. And if they do that, that's how you win football games, right? That's how you win recruiting because that's how you find the depth in a class. So really talented football player who Arizona is another hotbed, Sean. We talked about the DMV area on obviously on the last one with Darian Mayo. Arizona getting into that state a little bit more frequently moving forward. I think would be a very wise move because there's more and more talent that's popping up about um, in the state of Arizona. So mm-hmm. I, I'm very interested in a player like Deshaun Warner. And we have one player left, Sean. I left the most fun highlight tape to end us here. Not necessarily saying he's the best player we'll be talking about today, but one of the most fun ones. So fun backstory here, Sean. This is going to be a this is a really fun one actually. So David. Pale Pale, who is a defensive tackle out of Pennsylvania. He went to Henfield High School, Sean. He's going to IMG Academy for his final year, Pale Pale. Originally, he's from Alaska. He lived in Alaska until he was 14 years old. Mm -hmm. So he's in Alaska until he's 14 years old, moves to, to, to Pennsylvania, plays at Hempfield. Now he's going to IMG his final year. This kid's a very well-traveled player, just moving further south as he's going here. 6'3", about 300 pounds, true defensive tackle inside, true nose type. Also the cousin of the Souls, Penne and Noah Sewell. So David Pelle Pelle was was offered a few weeks ago now at this point, Sean, but I will tell that I will say this, man. This is one of these highlight tapes where it's absolutely hilarious. It's just hilarious. It's hilarious. So let's take a look at a little bit of David Pele Pele. And uh, yeah, you'll be seeing him at number 54 on the film, who will be playing IMG this year, 
who is a little bit of a stumpy build, but they play him on the edge, just speaking to the athleticism he has. We need some stumpiness at Notre Dame. We need oh. some stumpiness. We need God. some butt. We need some anchor at Notre Dame. We need some Vita Vea, that type vibe. Absolutely. We need some stumpiness at Notre Dame. Take us yes. back to the days of Lewis Nix that we can combine, you know, with the Justin Scott. Ooh, man. And, and you know what else we need too, Sean? We need 300 pounders that move like this. <laughs> like, man. That move like Justin Scott. Like move like that guy as well. I mean, look, this kid's rushing off Ooh. the edge at near 300 pounds, man. With, with attitude. Yes. Is that the way they hit in high school? Man. And he, dude, he, dude, he stands up as a defensive end as oh, well. It's wow. not even like his hands in the ground. Like he stands up which you don't often see from 300-pounders. You don't see that too often. Unless you're Julius Peppers, who's also like 6'7". You don't really see that very often. Oh, wow. But he's pretty – like, Sean, I mean, he's not going to be like – he's not going to be bendy-bendy like a true defensive end, but he can change direction pretty dang well for as big as he is, man, and he's got pretty good straight-line speed. Yeah. I mean, look look at that. This is a kid that can play nose, can do some of the dirty work as a two-gap player, but also he's got one-gap ability because he is an explosive athlete for as big as he is. Here he is at the nose. Yeah, Look at the effort he plays with. Really nice. Yes, yeah. very nice. Look at him. Here he he's is at the nose. He's, no. a, he's very intelligent too. He's looking over the front like before the snap. He's mm-hmm. he's looking to see where everybody is with the offense. So he's not just out there playing. He's he has yeah. a plan. Yes, I like yes. that. I like that. I mean, there he is beating a Ooh. center's block, being a guard's block, and then one thing, man, he finishes at the quarterback. <laughs> like he doesn't just just doesn't wrap dudes up, man. He he finishes cats. He finishes them. Also has a track and field background, so he's got a little bit of lower body explosiveness that you typically see from guys that are shot putters. But again, this kid's a a true nose, true nose at the next level, especially in Notre Dame system. Kid that was offered by Notre Dame a couple weeks ago. There he, oh, big man interception, Sean. He's got the ball. Block for the big guy, man. Let him get out and rumble. Yeah. <laughs> Here he is All working right. in pursuits. You see the speed, man. Speed is very good for a guy his size. Fluid and fast. Well, now he's in the middle. I love oh. the uh, I love the towel too. I always love the towel for the big guys on the back. You know what I love? Oh man, I would love to run a. I would love to run a te stunt with him if I was an edge <laughs> player. Because he can move over multiple. Win- you know, you know what I'm saying. He can move yep. quickly, laterally over multiple holes, multiple windows. That opens things up. That's and here he is playing offensive tackle just to boot. No, oh, wow. Obviously, he's not going to play offensive tackle at the next level, but I like well-roundedness as a football player personally. And again, this is a kid, Sean. It's only a three-star. You know, that'll change very quickly because he's playing at IMG Academy next year. So, yeah, uh... I'll be honest. Once I heard he's going to IMG, I was like, oh boy. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Yep. 
I, I felt the same, to be honest. But yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. But adding someone, another five star, possibly could. Definitely a four star. I think he's definitely a four star. No, no, I'm doubt. just saying, adding somebody else yeah. at that position might mm-hmm. intrigue him to say, oh, okay, man, maybe yeah. I'll go there too. Well, and that's a great point, Sean. I mean, because we, we'll talk about it in the mailbags. I think there was a question about it. But, I mean, adding a Justin Scott, like what defensive tackle wouldn't want to play next to a Justin Scott, right? Mm-hmm. To be able to, you know, because Justin's going to get a lot of attention inside. And if it's a David Pele Pele or one of the other defensive tackles on the board, you're going you're gonna to have a lot of one-on-one opportunities potentially even working inside, especially in pass rush situations. I mean, here you are, here he is. At nose again. I love that he pretty consistently wears those red sh- red shirts, so you can kind of always find him. But I mean that quick that quickness right there, man. That handover. I mean, it's so good, man. It's so it's explosive. We we'll watch a couple more here. He's got the Ooh, towel. He, yeah, it's just, he's talking to everybody on the front. Like yes. I don't know if he's telling them what the what the alignment is, or like, yo, this is the play that's coming. But he yeah. seems like he's a very in tune defensive lineman, and you know the rule that you know I worked with uh, John Yurkovich for plenty of years. You know, here in Chicago, he used to tell me, "Sean, the closer you are to football, the smarter you are, or the smarter you have to be." So yeah. he's showing that. Sean, I saw an interview he did like last year, I think, during the season. Uh, it was just on YouTube, I think, or maybe I found it on Twitter, but. He's a really well-spoken kid as well. So he's very, yes, he's very intelligent. You can just kind of get that authenticity out of him as well, which is very intriguing. But that, again, is David Pelipele. We're going to pop in this last clip of him to see what he does here to end this section of the podcast. Oh, they didn't block him. You might want to block him, Sean. You might want to block him. So That would be a good idea. Yes. Yes, it very, very well would be. So that's going to conclude this portion of the podcast here again, working through some of the underrated players on the board on the defensive side of the football for Notre Dame. Next Monday, we'll be doing the offensive side of the football. But today we went through Swainsboro safety, DeMello Jones. Go listen back to the beginning of the podcast if you want any of these, by the way. DeMello Jones, round rock cornerback, Leonard Moore out of the state of Texas. Old Farms defensive lineman Benedict Ume out of Connecticut, excuse me. Good counsel defensive end Darian Mayo out of the state of Maryland. We also did Desert Edge defensive end Deshaun Warner out of Arizona. And then ended it with David Pelipele, who is from Pennsylvania, played last year, but he's going to be playing at IMG Academy this year. So we're going to get to the mailbag next to so start throwing your mailbag questions in there. I know that there's already bunch of mailbag questions that I have stored. And we're going to try to get through as many as we possibly can before we got to jet out of here. But that's going to conclude, Sean, before we get to the mailbag, this portion of the defensive underrated recruits for Notre Dame for 
It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com